And joining me now is Anthony Janu from the High Brown Dribble Podcast. What's going down, brother? Not too much. Thanks for having me today. Um, glad to be on early in the morning your time, late in the evening my time. So we got cross time zones happening. I know. I never wake up this early for anyone. <laughs> I feel absolutely privileged and I'll try and make it worth your time. No worries. No worries. I mean, I'm all awake now. I'm all gimmicked up. I'm ready to move and rock and roll here with you. And of course, Anthony, I'm glad we came across each other. I love your show, by the way. It is hilarious. It's not that far off from what I do here, except, you know, I disguise it much, a lot better than most people give me credit for. Yeah, I, I think absolutely. And I think that's why I was so excited to, to be on your show, right? It's the same kind of thing of like, you know, trying to open up discussions that, that people aren't having and slide a bit of humor in here and there and, you know, um, I guess show people that like the serious things that you all talk about don't need to be talked about seriously all the time. That's right. That is right. And tell the, the newer listeners about yourself, Anthony. So I guess I, I'm uh, like what got me into podcasting is I was a stand-up comedian and obviously like anybody in the performing arts last year, our jobs became illegal, which I mean was I guess tough creatively, personally. And so I was like, okay, well, I've got all this extra time, extra energy, extra want to be having the same sort of conversations I'd have on stage and so yeah started up the podcast um obviously my comedy mates had just as little to do as I did and I thought okay well if if we get together what can we do that's interesting and so decided to kind of chat to to people who were experts or whatever in their field and and see what they'd have to say to us right and each week you are joined by a new stand-up comedian and you're talking to an expert in all kinds of fields very much like this show like i was telling everyone out there you will like anthony a lot give his show a listen to that's the highbrow drivel and we will see you again next week we're done <laughs> i'm joking we're not done we have a lot to we have a lot to go here folks don't worry and uh, my goodness anthony um uh, first of all, let, let's get right into some facts here. You are not a convicted felon. There are no sexual allegations being made about you, correct, Anthony? Is this a fact? I mean, it, it or is. Or just a few sexual and, allegations, just like five. <laughs> right. It is a fact. It's a fact I'd like to keep that way, if I'm honest. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, there, there are a number of crimes that I'd quite happily be like, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't care if that was on my rap sheet. But uh, I have a few kidnapping charges, but that's you know that's kind of minor. Yeah. I mean, they they were bankers, are they? Oh, okay, you know? that's okay. Yeah. No worries. No worries. And my God, Anthony, um, have you performed with any you know like so called established comedians from America? You know, the top the, the you know the top talent. I guess you can say. Not, not any of the like big touring US names, uh, like, or, or not anyone who would be considered a big comedian in the US. So, so the weird thing is, uh, Arj Barker, the guy who was on, um, Flight of the Concords and a couple of other small TV roles in the US, um, is actually a, a really, like, really good stand up 
comedian, but as far as I'm aware, is much more famous for being a comedian in Australia. So I, I believe actually has moved down and, and lives in Australia now. But yeah, did some TV stuff in the US. Now, comic living in Oz is, is probably the closest I get to that. Okay, very nice. And of course, there are some big differences in terms of comedy here in America and of course in the UK. Slightly different, slightly different. But of course, as you know, here in America, things are becoming a little, I guess, a little odd for comedians out there. I mean, certain things you can't really talk about too much. People are kind of sensitive out here. Is that going on in the UK, like here in America for comedians now? Yeah. It's, do you know what? It's just a weird time to be alive in general. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think, I think the answer is yes. And no. But not as much as people talk about it. Like, you know, there are, you know, there are people who will go and perform to like, uh, like a political organization that is really like, like, like UKIP who, who kind of wanted to, to lead Brexit, right? Like a comedian will go and perform at their, their fundraiser and then will complain that somebody who books a night in London where the city is really diverse, won't book them. And it's like, well, oh, you know, I kind of understand from a business level that decision. Yeah. Um, you know, but then there are other times where, you know, somebody tells a really like, oh, deliciously clever satirical joke and it's like, oh, that is brilliant. And you have a room full of people in the audience going, oh, we don't know if you're allowed to say that. And you're like, mm, if you don't know if they're allowed to say that, it's because you didn't understand what they said right um, so it's a bit all over the place understood understood i mean out here you know you know what's going on out here with comedians i don't have to tell yeah. you you know yeah it is i mean it is it is a again like i said it's a, it's a crazy time to be alive because like with, with all of that there is you know i mean comedians are on the forefront because we're <laughs> we're the dumb enough ones to get on a stage full of people and go hey I'm going to say some shit I think out loud and see how people react to it. Most people are happy just thinking these things in their head and going, oh, maybe I'll tell a friend, see how they react, and then maybe tell a few more. <laughs> um, I know it's the worst so, thing to do. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I have an excuse, though. I, I mean, I have an excuse, though. I'm not on stage, but I, I am saying things that just come to my mind here. But my excuse is that I'm autistic. Ah. I don't have I, autism. I, I, I'm I'm joking. I just say that as an excuse. <laughs> Pisses everyone off, but I'll use it to my advantage. Uh, I um, <laughs> I I I do, I do work in tech, and, and there is, do you know what? There is a lot of what you're saying that happens where it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. That doesn't change the fact that you can be that and be an asshole. They're That's not right. mutually <laughs> exclusive things. <laughs> uh, by the way, um. Louis C.K. Yeah. Your thoughts and opinions. Oh, it, it, that is a tangled bowl of spaghetti, isn't it? It sure I is. Think, I think, uh, as, as we said at the top, there's a lot of crimes that I'd happily be like, eh, if that was on the rap sheet, I wouldn't care if people know. I don't think you should sexually assault people. I don't think that's a controversial would you statement. Jerk, would you jerk them off, Anthony? Nah, probably wouldn't have. Um, not, not if you asked you just like a quick, you know, a little quick hand there, just warm him up before it gets on stage, you know, just rock him a little bit there. 
I probably wouldn't have. And, and, and the reason's not even really particularly sexual. It's just that um, I've been in comedy long enough to know that it doesn't matter how good you are at comedy, you don't make your friends funnier. So Yeah, he's, um, he's probably not going to get you a spot either. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I make him come and then all of a sudden my jokes get funnier. No, so what the fuck's in it for That's me, true. you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so that would be the main reason I'd say no. Understood, understood. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was a little bit late earlier, you know. I was looking at photos of Elliot Page. Who's Elliot Page? I don't know this one. Oh, uh, it's, a, the, it's a new transgender. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. What, what, what's happening in the world there? I've not followed that one at all. Oh, you know, Ellen Page, she did the big uh, leap, you know, the very ah. big, yeah, transition very nicely. So, you know, a lot of people are, are talking because there's this photo that's going around right now on the internet and, you know, they made this transition. They look happy. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's fantastic, but. People are wondering, is this is this nudity? Can they be showing this sort of thing? I know it sounds kind of weird to be saying this, but you know how the Christian folks out there are very angry about this sort of thing. They're saying, ah, that's a that's a girl. That's not a guy. Cover them up. Dude, I, I, I just off the back of the chat, Google checked the photo out. I think the most offensive thing about that is how dare you have such good abs in the fucking end of a pandemic that was a great abs getting fat out here and this just rocking the most chiseled washboard abs go fuck yourself that is rude i don't care what you've been through i know i'm offended by those abs yeah the hell but yes by the way i I, another name that most americans well only americans would know i'm not sure if he's that popular in the uk but there's russell brand that's the only like uk based comedian that we in america even know about here yeah i mean i i I don't i don't know whether russell will would consider himself a comedian anymore at this point probably not (laughs) he's very much gone down the path of of shamanism I mean, I, I, I've taken psychedelics, you know, a number of times, but this guy, he, he seemed to go like full on hippie, like living, you know, down by the river type hippie. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's a, a very fair assumption. And I, I mean, I equally love a magic mushroom, but he's, he's gone, uh, yeah, he's gone. I mean, if in a couple of years he starts a cult and, uh, convinces them all to kill themselves at the end because he's the Messiah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, you know. It, it wouldn't be like one of those news stories where you, all the neighbours are like, oh, you never would have expected it from him. It, everyone on the TV would be like, yeah, nah, this has been coming from Russell. He's had it in him. He seems like he's not far away from murdering a female or maybe even a small child. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I think he's got it in him. I think he's... Uh, his God complex is is very, very out of control at this point. And, not saying that he would, by know, the way. Not saying that he would. That's yeah. just my perception yeah. of Russell Brand, by the way. Yeah, we we don't wanna we don't wanna libel or, or slander, sorry, anybody, but but from the outside, looking in, not knowing the guy whatsoever, if if you told me he'd he'd uh murdered somebody and claimed <laughs> that it was for salvation, I'd go, Yeah, I, 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 that checks out. Yeah, he he definitely has that sort of killer 
living in like a cabin in the woods somewhere. He's got that weird Charles Manson sort of look in his eyes. Yeah. Very rapey. Yeah, he looks very rapey for some odd reason. Yeah. I feel raped right now. (laughs) I I, I think a lot of people do. (laughs) I feel raped looking at him. Yeah, I'm going to have to close this browser. Jesus. My God. By the way, Anthony, are you a religious man, by the way? I, I am sorry if I offended you tonight. I... Michael, I am You're Mormon. absolutely, I, I am not, uh, but if I was to join a religion, it probably would be whatever Russell Brand is. Oh, saying, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm not a man of, of faith. Um, I, I. So you turned your roughly, back to Christ. Is that what you're saying, Anthony? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my I, God. Uh, I, uh, what has he done for me? I'm offended. Is, is, my, Michael, you can be offended all you want, but tell me, tell me what he's done for me. Well, he has given you life, and he's given you meaning to live. Life is beautiful, you know, with the help of God and Jesus Christ, you can get through anything in life. Did I sell yeah, you yet? My, I, I'm look. I, I'm a, I'm a healthy thirty-four. I've got through, you know, enough. I, I haven't had the hardest life, granted, but I've got through enough. As far as I know. He did fuck all, so I, I don't know if he gets to cl- claim any of the credit. Wow. I can't believe you are saying these blasphemous things about Christ. <laughs> I am just, I don't know how I'm going to live with myself now. I might even have to might have to call your, your wife and complain, Anthony. Do you know what? I did, I did, go, to, I did go to Catholic school. So maybe, oh, my God. Uh, did you really? Yeah. Yeah, as as a as a child, the Antichrist, I mean, folks. Here he is. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I was deep undercover. <laughs> you were a deep was, agent, yes. Yeah, it was undercover. It was all a plot to to understand the the uh, d- divine savior and the way that they work, so that I could tear it apart from the inside. No, oh, I knew what happened to you, Anthony. It's it's quite clear now. You were you were molested. Weren't you? <laughs> That's what happened. You lost your faith because you were raped. Is that true? Or that, is that just that a is, rumor I'm hearing by Russell that, Brand? It's just, it's just a rumor that, that Russell Brand, unfortunately, will not stop spreading. That asshole, man. We need to fucking talk to his lawyer. Get him to yeah, shut up. We do. But... But the the problem is, Michael, as we've discussed, you don't want to push Russell the wrong way because he's slightly killery and we don't wanna we don't wanna be the, the straw that sends him off on his final spree. That's true. That guy's just one hit away from acid from killing a small village. It's a it's a delicate balance, Michael. <laughs> we have a lot of responsibility. And if I'm honest, yes, sir. I don't know if you're treating it with the seriousness it deserves. Oh, I know. I need to just uh, watch my mouth here and, you know, take control of myself here. Uh, I, I need to use the power of Christ to sort of relax myself. I'm sorry. Got excited. You, you, you jest, but there is a small village's life at stake here. And Russell is sharpening the knives as we speak. I know. I could hear the knife just sharpening, just getting ready for him to go off on just all the children there. He Again, he seems like he'll go after the children first. That's just my perception, not based on any facts, just throwing that out there, folks. Got to play it safe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I am suspicious of the amount of times you're saying it's not based 
on fact. Michael, do you know something I don't? Well, maybe. But that's for me to know and for you to keep wondering about during this interview. You might have to go call the police after this and search for bodies in Russell Brand's house in the basement. I, I, I think um, we, we, we don't have video on, but I imagine you are blinking for help right now, and I will act accordingly. That's true. My uh, ankles are duct tape, and I am naked while conduct- conducting this, um, this um, fiasco here. Conducting and conducting, all of them, all of them. And contradicting, yes. And by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, you are a married man. Um, No children, though, right? Yeah, none. Yet? Not for me. Nah, just not for me. But for your wife, there will be children, just not for you. Oh, no. uh, (laughs) Yes, we're Russell Brand's children. uh, That's a... Yeah, (laughs) Russell (laughs) This is where the whole vendetta started. Yeah, this this is the truth. (laughs) He's father of my children, and I need to... Spread a rumor that he's unsafe, so he's that unsafe, uh, right. I can get custody back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you foiled me, Michael. Damn it! I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I gave away the the <laughs> truth of the matter. Russell Brand is the actual father. You guys were on Murray. You guys have the Maury Povich show, by the way, over there. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. Well, he turned out to be the father, so. But in return, he did not give you any spots, so I would be pissed off, too, if I were you, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, he, he turned around and said, hey, I'm not in comedy anymore. I'm more of a digital shaman. I know. I'm, I'm talking to people out in the desert now. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I've gone out to those things, by the way. There's a thing called Contact in the Desert, and there's all sorts of people that talk about UFOs and... Um, there's some shamans, that sort of thing. And, and it is wild. There's all kinds of people out there on drugs. There, there's people drinking. There's, it's a good time. It, it's like, um, it's like Woodstock in the parking lot. I mean, this, this is exactly the kind of place Russell Brand thrives in. I, I mean, Russell Brand and myself at this point, like that, that's where I want to be. You need to like, go there. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I, I just imagine what you have is, some people who just have wild and fantastic and great <laughs> stories and you're like, fuck, you are a good time. Great. And then on the other hand, you have people who have fried their brain in a way that is tragic for the people who are close to them, but super entertaining if you are a passerby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But I'm not sure if you would be able to survive the weather um, out here, Anthony. It gets really hot. Especially in uh, Joshua Tree, that's the location for contact in the desert. Um, the weather is in like the triple digits. Oh, I'm a I'm a Celsius guy. You've lost me. You've lost me. Uh, let's just say it's it's hot as hell. Like you are basically near the the sun. Like you're next door to the sun. I I just did again little Google fact check. 100 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 at uh, 38. Australian, uh, we we have heat waves that are regularly, you know, above forty two for, for a week. So I reckon I'd, I I've got experience. Yeah, you're kind of used to it then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, forget got that experience. Yeah, forget that you're not exactly like you're not. You weren't born in the UK. You're actually from Australia. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, spent the first thirty years there, and it's a fantastic place, and the weather is wonderful and the people are great and 
it is miles away from anywhere. And so decided to come to the UK where the people are funny but miserable Mis- and the weather sucks. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. the UK. What what a strange place. Uh, for for us here in America, of course. Well, everywhere outside of America is a pretty strange place, to be honest. But um, was it a bit different for you when you first initially landed in the UK? Um, yeah and no. I, I think the first point I'd like to make is for any Americans watching the UK and going, oh, what a what a strange place. This is your future, right? Like being the once great empire who doesn't realize that you are no longer the top dog in town. Right. That is a future that is coming for you. Yeah. And that's actually what I told Katie Hopkins here on the show. I'm sure you know who that is very well. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. She's been here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I kidnapped her it here. Is- yeah. Me, you- and Ru- me and Russell Brand brought her here. <sighs> Were there bankers involved? Because, I mean, again, I, I'm okay with kidnapping so long as some of them are bankers. She, well, I, I do know Russell Brand did drug her. That's the only way we were able to convince her to be on the show. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, a real I mean, treat, by the way. I'm not sure how you feel about Katie, but um, she's actually pretty funny off air. Is she? Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. She, she knows what I, she's doing. I was going to say, I believe that a lot of people in positions like hers are much more aware of what they're doing oh, than yeah. their than their direct audience no um yeah yeah i don't really believe everything she says either by the way yeah well i i think that is that is the case right i think she's it's kind that- of full of shit to be honest but that's just you know between us i'll edit this part out even though I'm not going to oh. edit this part out. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's, you know, uh, she. I don't really think she believes like 90% of what she says, to be honest. Oh, but you, you get a bunch of this. And this is like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be apolitical here. Go you, ahead, go you ahead. You get it on, on super, super left-wing people as well. Like, but you, what you do get, tend to get is that you get these people who make a brand at like at first they're just really angry and they're a little bit articulate and they they say something that gets people going yeah and then they realize oh people are responding to this and then all of a sudden they're getting paid to be really angry about something but then of course there's only so many things you can really be that angry about and every week there's a new deadline and your fucking rent <laughs> yes. depends on you being angry for money what a to life. a deadline. What a <laughs> so life. So, of course, you've got to start making shit up. Uh, what a life. Can you imagine? Can you uh. imagine? But then again, I see that about people out here as well in America. Those that are always angry about something. They're always complaining. Um, they're always mad about, you know, the left, the right. And it, it's yeah. it's funny because it's all mentum. It's all mentum. It's all victim mentality. It, it's strange. Yeah, it's it's not just that. It's also just like most of the people who are most angry about a lot of, a lot of things. And to be fair, there's, there's, I'm, I'm being anytime you get this broad, you're saying some dumb shit, and I'm aware of that. But it, it, broadly, a lot of the people who are the most vocally angry about this shit are the sort of people that if they got their own way and went out in the world tomorrow, they'd be disappointed because they wouldn't know what to do with their time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
That reminds me, there's also that other dude out there in the UK, Tommy Robinson. Your thoughts and opinions on, on this gentleman. This is someone that I don't really follow at all. So um, I'll follow your, your lead here. I, I, I think he's, he's a, again, another person who uh, is angry to a deadline for a uh, financial gain. Oh, another Katie. I, yep, another Katie. He does a Katie. Um, I think it was very, very funny that uh, he was kind of, and to be honest, the UK has a, has a, a bit of a track record of this in, in that producing super nationalists who are like, the UK is the best country in the world. <laughs> we need to stop other people coming here because the UK is great. We need to stop them coming. And then what happens is they leave. <laughs> they bounce to America. Yeah, they bounce to, I think I think he bounced to France or oh, Spain. France, yeah. And Farage bounced to America. You are right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they just, they just, what they do is they make their money in the UK and then they go, oh, do you know where's got more people who will be just as angry about this? The U.S. The U.S., right. Yeah, Tommy Robinson. Look him up, folks, if you have not already. And, of course, we are nearing this other gentleman's name from the U.K. I know you are quite familiar with him. Everyone in, Amer- in America is quite familiar with him. And, of course, that brings us to the one and only David Icke. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love David Icke. The lizard man. You know, yeah. The best thing about David Icke is that he's at first platform is he was a footballer. Like, yeah. he, he wasn't some kind of like uh, all seeing, all knowing. Like, he, he wasn't working anywhere with uh, links to people in high <laughs> places. He, he wasn't uh, doing some kind of great study or. or, or investing time and energy into this shit. He was playing football and then he finished and then he was like, ah. You know, he does have a son by the name of Gareth Ike and I have interviewed him before many, many moons ago and this guy was not like his father whatsoever but once you hit fast forward five years if you hit the little fast forward button he essentially turned into his father. It is convenient how people have these really outrageous opinions for money. Exactly. How does this happen, Michael? I'm confused by it myself. Um, but yes, Gareth Ike was not into conspiracy world at all a couple years ago. And now he's emerged in them. The prodigal son returns. He it, returned it, home, it's, yes. <laughs> it's a religious story, Michael. <laughs> it really is. Uh. I... I I love the idea, not not necessarily Prodigal Son, but the uh, David Icke stealing the ideas wholesale. I love the idea. You, you asked me if I was I was religious earlier. I mean, now you of, are. The, yeah, <laughs> now, now you I are. Am. Yes, I, I, I love the idea that Jesus did an Ike that like. Somebody else was the Messiah out here doing miracles, going, come on, look, God exists. He's letting me do miracles and just had no charisma, no brand for it. And Jesus saw what he was doing and was like, <laughs> hey, there's some there's some coin to be made here and went around going, okay, I did the miracle. And everyone's like, yeah, Jesus. And he's just some fucking con man stealing the other guy's miracles. At the dinner table, passing the water under the table to the real guy, turning it into wine, pulling it back up. Oh, elaborate. It really is. It really is. And God damn it, I can't figure out the guy's name. 
it's it's really bothering me now. I might even have to smash my head against this monitor here, and maybe I'll remember. Give it a crack. I know. Last time I was breaking bottles here on the air. To remember this same guy's name? Because no, I was, so I was just uh, write it on a post-it. <laughs> I, I was just enraged, and I threw a, a beer bottle uh, against the wall. But, I mean, the, the last time I was ripping pages from a book from a, an author that I didn't like... Um, that was a real crowd pleaser, by the way. The, the crowd, they love it when you start ripping pages from books. I don't know why. What was the book? It, it was some dumb book. It, it was a guest uh, by the name of, um, now I'm forgetting his name, but his name was Gary, also from the UK. He played in a band, he played bass in the band Blondie. Oh, wow. And yeah, but his it, book, no good. Well, he was an asshole on the show. So, why and I would. Why would he come on the show and be an asshole? Well, I mean, he wrote, it- he wrote a book and like he was, he was telling me how I didn't read his book and, uh, this inter, he said something about the interview and it was right, right in the beginning too. Like right within oh, really? the first, yeah, right within the first 10 minutes, he was already hot, very angry with me. And, you know, I, I just had asked him if he had like slept with her and he got all pissed off at me. Oh. I, I, I'm I sorry you had to go through that. What a prick. It, it has made me uh, wonder. I, I, I just assumed you'd read my book. You have, right? I read all your books, yeah. Oh, good, good. Um, they, they are all, you know, they're all, well worth the reach. They were all very expensive on Amazon, yes. About $100 a piece, but don't worry, I bought them all. Yeah, well, there's only one copy of each, which is why they're so expensive. So, um, unfortunately, your listeners are not going to have any luck. I know. I bought them all, folks. You will not find them on Amazon.com. They're sold out. But if you could tell them how great they were, at least then they'll know what they're missing out on. Yes. this These were very religious books, by the way, even though Anthony has <laughs> turned his back from God. Um, it's about his trials and tribulations as a stand-up comic. It's quite well worth the read. It's a, a little bit about Russell Brand and Katie Hopkins. Maybe they were both doing, maybe all three of them were, you know, in a menage a trois, I think it's called, in your native language, in your native tongue, Anthony. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. All, 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 true. all true. All true. Okay, yes. All Jesus. true. Um it's just another one of my, my children that Russell has, has, has fathered. So, yes. Um, <laughs> and the, by the way, that, yes, by the way, by the way, I got to ask you, got to ask you this, you know, since we do talk a little bit about conspiracy theories here on the program, um, that sort of thing, you know, it, it is kind of silly at times, you know, but speculation is fun. It gets everyone rowdy. And of course, talking about religion, gets everyone going and, you know, circling back to what we were first discussing here on the program about these topics being, you know, people were kind of sensitive. You can't really say certain things. And, you know, I get reminded about that every day because I get all kinds of complaints, Anthony. Some people get very angry with me. They're saying, why are you making fun of religion? Why are you making fun of my favorite politician? You know, that kind of bullshit. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you don't realize that this is, you know, this is a talk show, essentially. We have to talk all this kinds of crazy shit to get you excited you know there's no visual aspect so we have to stimulate your brain another way kind of like drugs or or cocaine sorry yeah yeah i mean if i was half as 
enjoyable to people as cocaine is to me, I'll, I would be happy with my contribution in the world. The great thing about this though, Anthony, is my listeners, they're all gimmicked up as well. You know, they like to smoke. They like to snort things up their noses or up their asses. I mean, we have a great group of people here, Anthony. They are hardcore. That's that, that, like I said about the, uh, contact in the desert. Yeah. These are my people. They're your, that's exactly. You can show up there, Anthony, and just get a water hose and just roll around in the mud and, and show up like Woodstock. Yeah. Let's do it. You let's should do, do that. On, actually, you should do that on stage, by the way, the next time. <laughs> They'll confuse you with Russell Brand, so don't do it. <laughs> well, that's the problem. I'll get arrested. You'll get arrested. Yeah. It's Mo Village. Yeah, I know there's a, there's a police a warrant for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a warrant I'm for your arrest. Yeah, Jesus. there's one for my arrest and there's one for Russell's that people keep confusing. It, so <laughs> it's a tricky place to be. Well, get this, get this. There are these talk circuit events out here. Well, there was. I'm not sure if that's going to come back anytime soon because of COVID. But, you know, there's these sort of conferences like um, there's one in L.A. called the Conscious Life Expo. And there's all kinds of these conferences about UFOs, the paranormal, blah, blah, blah. And I, I remember I went to this one event in San Jose, and they had a comedian on stage as well. And it wasn't Russell Brand, though. It was another another comedian, uh, an American guy. And he does, like, some sort of um, podcast talking about the paranormal, and it, it's awful. It, it stinks on ice, Anthony. I should have got you there, Michael. So I would have done it, but I don't really do stand-up. But if I would get drunk enough, I would definitely get on stage and... You know, um, thrill an audience. I've been doing that for many, many years already. I'm not afraid to be on stage. You know, I've, I've done jujitsu. You know, I've done these tournaments where all kinds of strangers are watching me. You know, I'm kind of used to strangers watching me do things behind the scenes, you know. Yeah, those kind of things. So it's all good, Anthony. You, you excel under pressure. And that is. Yeah. Why. You're the one who has been trusted to take down Russell Brand. I'm going to take him down on stage or in a physical sense. I, I could do it both. It's okay. To, to be fair, I've I've seen Russell recently. He looks like he's doing a great job of helping you take him down in a physical sense. That oh. man is very, very lean. <laughs> he's about 120 pounds soaking wet, right? Yeah, yeah. Would, and and looks quite tall for, for that weight as well. He, I, I... I have seen, like, I have seen drumsticks that could potentially <laughs> break him in half. <laughs> yeah. By the yeah, way, by the way, Anthony, are you getting into any fights out there? Has anyone ever tried to jump on stage and like take a swing at you or confront you after a set? Anything along those lines, Anthony? Go ahead. No, I I haven't really. really you haven't pissed anyone off. No, I, I mean, I've I've had people like complain verbally a little but not not um more like more, more like just sarcastic no, I see. inconvenience that, that, than anything else i have uh i have been at a gig where uh audience member took offense and punched a comedian in the nuts oh shit while they were while they were on stage the person in the front row just bam right in his nuts um that was wild to watch um yeah and and as a as a gig host like um running a gig i i definitely had to get in between an act and a woman who 
wanted to physically attack him. So I, I, I've seen it happen. I've just, you know, I, I guess I'm I'm too too straight, like just too vanilla. Not in, in this world of of uh, major offense and and PC and all of the the buzzwords that you can throw at it. I'm just a bit a bit bland. No one wants to punch me in the nuts. Or maybe you're not doing it right. Maybe your material needs to be sharpened. Maybe you need to attack a few unsuspected, um, an unsuspected demographic, perhaps, Anthony. Yeah, who 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 should I go after? Who's got it good for too long? Well, who's popular out there right now in the UK? Which is a which is a very popular figure that people would go insane if you start talking all kinds of shit about. Who's loved? Do you know what is wild to me? I was going to say who? Billie yeah, Eilish? So, no, it's the Queen, man. <laughs> oh, the Queen, the Queen, but she's easy. They fucking love her, though. In bed, I, I heard. Hey. Hey, hey. I mean, single single now, so, you know. Oh, maybe she is then. Yeah. I mean, she is, she's definitely single now because her, her husband died like a month ago. Gosh, yeah, she's free. Gentlemen, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Available. Yeah, go ahead and meet her on Tinder. Also, at, at that age, prime for some, uh, you know, so, some inheritance if you if you manage to bash back the wedding plans. Hey, calm down, Anthony. I don't think Russell Brown is interested. I mean, he, he <laughs> can you imagine Katie Hopkins? <laughs> yeah, so he, you know, the the bar said really low. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just the way we like it, right, Anthony? We set the bar very yeah. low. Yeah, if if I've got one in me for the evening, it's not Katie that's getting it. It's the queen. You have one in you. I don't know what you have inside of you, Anthony. Don't tell me. Okay. Actually, you should tell me. Go ahead. No, I mean, if I, there's only one nut left in me for the night. And that's reserved for the wife, yes. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. Uh, Anthony, I mean, I've been having so much fun with you. I don't want to stand now. <laughs> All good things must. We, we we need to make this last forever. We, I mean, I, I'm sure Russell's got some tips on, on uh, stopping time. I, w- I wish we had his number so we could call him up here and just harass him on the air. Do you have a direct line? Maybe, maybe do you have a direct line to Katie? Because she probably still has his number. Let me see if, if she's on. Let me see right now if she's on Skype. Maybe we can Maybe we can send her a message here on Skype. And say, hey, listen, Katie, give me the fucking email of Russell Brand or we will kidnap you and behead you right now. Russell will. Remember, Russell will. We're, we're trying to um, avoid what we want is enough plausible deniability. Yes, that was not me. That was someone else who said those words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a man possessed, I'm, I'm definitely not possessed. I am a Christian man, so I would never say something like that. And as you said, you've read my book, I Devout, Couldn't Be Me. It couldn't be you. Yes, you are a Mormon and everything's all right with you. And of course, you are not Jewish. Those are just rumors. Those are just what my Jewish lawyers were saying about you, Anthony. I told them they were wrong and uh, not to repeat those jokes. I'm glad you did. I I mean, not that I I have strong opinions either way, but... You know, it's just important that we stick to facts. Brother, she's not on. Mm. I mean, that ruined the bit here. I mean, that would have been fun if we could have called her up on Skype. She would have said, what do you want? That would have that would have been that would, quite fun. That would have been awesome. She would have answered, too. 
Damn I mean, it. she's 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 not got much going on for herself at the moment, I believe. She's kicked off of all the social media. <laughs> um, so so I, I imagine she'd be thrilled to have an audience. I know. She's got nothing else going on. She's just probably talking on YouTube like we are. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's got nothing going on. And uh, by the way, by the way, there are some strange differences, by the way, going back to what we were first initially talking about between the UK and the US. And, you know, people make a big deal about the toilets. There's a big comparison, I guess. I'm not sure why. What, what's wrong with the, the toilets? I'm not sure what it is. I, I remember I had a friend telling me something along those lines about the toilets out there. And I, I wondered why the hell were you making a big deal about this? And why the hell am I remembering this now? I, I must be high. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, that is some peak, like, middle America stuff to, to be like, oh, there's a whole great world out there, but how's their toilet? But how's the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. My mind is in the toilet, Anthony, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah, clearly. It, it happens, man. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Oh, yes. But the, the toilet, for some reason, was like a, a critical point for my friend here. I'm not sure why the hell he was even bring it up to me but it was just last night he was telling me about his travels in the uk and he was telling me about these differences and he brought up the toilet and i'm not exactly sure why he did but again when he brought this up to me i was already you know it's kind of already far gone anthony so i'm not quite sure what the hell that man was talking about and of course he's another crazy guy i think he might have been drunk when i was talking to him because you know he he was going off talking about um, random conspiracies, and I was telling him, "Why are we? Why are you even t talking to me about this shit for? It's two a.m." Yeah, that's. I got to be honest. I I have a suspicion, Michael, that your friend has deliberately brought up the toilet while drunk, and you were high at two a.m. Exactly. In the hope that hours later you'd be on a podcast and impulsively bring that back up. He's he's inceptioned you. I think he has. I think that's what it was. They hit me with some sort of weird energy ray, and that this is the result. And I think it's because they had one of those, you know, those the fancy toilets out there, the yeah. the bidet. Yeah, the, the the bidet toilets are. Um, that's what it was. Know, every, that's what it was. I remembered. <laughs> you know, everyone's worried about these microchips in the vaccine. What they're not, what they're not realizing is what they're doing is sneaking it, sneaking them. Up your back passage anally. That's right. Yeah. We figured it don't, out. Don't, yeah, don't don't tell anyone. But that's what they're doing. That's how COVID is being spread. Yeah, through through the anal cavity. Through the anal cavity. Yeah, it makes sense now. I mean, they are swiping your anal cavity to see if you are in fact positive for COVID. So, I mean, they sort of let out. Actually, just yeah. yeah, they're just testing if you've used a bidet. Exactly. But yes, for my American friend who is probably on all kinds of drugs, Anthony, I, I think he was out there not expecting water to be squirting up his rectum. I think that's what it was. So, to be honest, I've been here four and a bit years, and I'm yet to encounter a bidet toilet. Are you serious? 100%. Jeez. I, I, would, I would have said that just fucking with you, but this is actually true. I guess we're going to have to call Russell Brand up and he'll give you the experience. 
Well, if if you call Human Russell and if you call Russell and Katie, <laughs> then between us, we've got a you know three data points. We can make an informed decision. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my stomach is hurting. By the way, it's just um, is that not had breakfast. No, not only that, it's just the, the thought of, you know, pumping these two individuals full of water, enough water for them to <laughs> squirt, you know, a large amount, a large force of water up uh, your ass, Anthony, to clean it after you take a big warm dump, a coffee induced dump at one fifteen in the afternoon. I mean, like like a water feature in a yeah. water fountain. Right? Does, co- yeah. does coffee make you shit? By the way, like it does to me. I absolutely. I, I would. I would distrust anyone. Just David, I. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. There we if, go. If somebody did did drink their their morning coffee and did not, I would be like, uh, that's probably proof that David's right. There's some David's lizard right. digestion happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm lactose. Are you, Anthony? Nah, I'm not lactose. I, not lactose. I, I can eat all the cheese. And i got to be honest, you're missing out, man. Well, I mean, I still do, but I have to, like, really limit it. You know, I can't really take too much or else, well, exactly. um, or else I'm just shitting funny, everywhere, Anthony. Yeah. Half of the fun of cheese is just gorging as much of it as possible. Like, And I've got to be honest, I enjoy cheese more knowing people like you. Like you me exist? Who have to worry about it? Yeah, exactly. Every time I have a bite of cheese, I just go, mm, "Do you know what tastes nicer about this?" <laughs> Knowing I'm not going to shit myself. <laughs> but I got to be honest, though, I don't even mind taking a crap. Though I mean, it's quite pleasant. Get a yeah, read, get a read a little bit. You think of Russell Brand, you know that sort of thing. That's true. I mean, if you're in your home, but if if you're out and about, it oh. can be it can be a lot of admin. Oof, I know. Has there been any times where you like have to take a shit so badly and you don't know where to go and you kind of like have to like shit in a woman's bathroom or like shit in a in in a closet somewhere? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean both. I've, I've definitely had to. to you shit in a closet somewhere? Into, uh, well, not not a closet. Oh, okay. Uh, worse, actually, I, I imagine. Um, so, women's bathroom. I think I, most of us have been out sure. of to. I, I think I'm sure all, um, and then yeah, definitely been on a a morning jog and uh, <laughs> had too much too much faith too much in coffee. my ability. Yeah, too much coffee in the morning. Too much faith in in my ability to to uh, too much faith in the fortitude of my stomach, I guess. Um, and got halfway and thought, oh, you know, I can keep going. And then and 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 in in COVID times, you know. On a morning run, there's there's no public bathrooms. They're all locked because, obviously, the one thing we wanted to protect people from was going to the toilet. That's right. Um, so the so bidet. all public bathrooms are locked. Exactly. The bidet is what's called – they need to stop it at the source, need to stop the toilets and the bidets. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I live in a, a very, very central part of London that is – not discreet and there are no bushes and there is nowhere to hide and i uh had to find there was a, a pub that had a construction site and i had to like vault the fence and and uh do a little little uh emergency pit stop um and then vault the fence back and i am i am not as much as i said i was on a morning jog i'm not a slender fast moving athletic man so it was 
very conspicuous that a big fat <laughs> yes. guy had vaulted a fence and then now there was a foul smell and then he's vaulted back. So, you know, unfortunately, people now have to live with that memory. Oh, yes. They were wondering, was Russell Brand walking around here from that familiar smell? But no, I mean, it was not Russell Brand. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was me. It was me all along. It was Anthony, the number one terrorist of the UK. I thought, uh, Michael, I'm really sorry. This is uncomfortable, but I thought we agreed off air that you weren't going to, to mention that. I'm sorry, um, I guess. It is, it is private. That's true. I mean, the links that you have, uh, you know, towards Al-Qaeda, we have to sort of not talk about very often here. I'm sorry, I forgot. You know, I thought we were going to do a, Char- a Charlie Rose type interview here, you know, but um, we're right. not. It, it, it is okay, Michael, but I, I do, I I worry for for your safety more than anything. And I just, I, I just hope that, uh, my, my, Oh wait, I'm uh, sorry. Excuse me, Anthony. I mean, Pierce Morgan. I need to do a Pierce Morgan type interview with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, so you mean you're going to quit angrily now? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to quit now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that's a Pierce Morgan. Just yeah. storm out. <laughs> he's kind of a pussy, right? Yeah. He's a pussy. He's a absolute Absolute. I mean, just a, another great example of a person whose opinion is sold to the highest bidder. Um, yeah. Why do I, we care I, about I, him so much here in the in America? Why is that? I, I mean, I I don't understand the talent, and it may be being a lizard that may be the talent. Um, but he's similar in Australia. He just happens to be enough of a. Do you know what? It's like a modern day freak show where we, yeah. I don't think anybody can quite understand how such a inbred looking human man can have quite the ego that he has. And so a lot like a freak show, you go, well, I don't get it. It's horrific and weird, but I can't look away. And it's just this fucking downy looking man with all of these strong opinions <laughs> that he's not. <laughs> Uh, down with the downs. We are here on the program. We we love those with Down syndrome here. No offense to those that have, you know, the children on the spectrum, little downsy. You know, we're down with the downs here. Don't get too offended, folks. You know, it's kind of bizarre. Very much like uh, Geordie Shore, that program out there in the UK. Oh, yeah. Remember I that? Mean, yes. Uh, uh, at least. Hey, I, I remember mean, that. I did watch a few episodes. I, I was told there was a train wreck, so I had to watch it myself. And at least with those guys, like, it was pre-Instagram, and so if you are the sort of person who finds those people attractive, like, it was giving you access to to the lives of people that you probably didn't see too often, whereas peers, like, we all know a fucking Piers Morgan. He can fuck off. <laughs> Good God, the UK, they they give us many great gifts, folks. You just are not aware of it sometimes. Um, television out there is great, by the way. I, I do like a lot of people out there in the UK. I do like the listeners we have out there, Anthony. They are hardcore. They're, they're funny. They understand what's going on here. You know, they're much, they're, they're much more, um, let's say, 
I, I shouldn't say they're they're funnier people. That's probably not accurate. They they let's just say they have a better sense of humor than most Americans do. That's what I've learned. They have a much greater sense of uh, humor and jokes and. I was going to say rationale, but I, I'm not going to go that far. Anthony. now I'll sound like I'm kissing the UK's ass too much. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, that's too far. That's way too far. That's they don't deserve that credit, Michael. They've not earned it from you. That's true. They they have not earned my respect. People in the UK, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You God save the queen. Piers and. Katie Hopkins and Russell Brand, you can all go fuck yourself. Jesus. My goodness, my goodness. And uh, by the way, is- a- Anthony, have you, have you been out here in America? No, Not I, yet. I, I've, I, with the links to Al Qaeda, they won't let me in. They won't let you in, though. That sucks. And of course, yeah. with COVID now, that's going to be even more difficult to smuggle you inside. Of America, but I know a few Cubans, Anthony. So don't worry. I know a couple people that are connected to Matt Gates. You know they'll be able to pull some strings and maybe bring you in through Florida. We'll find out. We'll find out. Bring them in, folks. Anthony from the UK, love him very much. <laughs> We're gonna smuggle him in, and he's gonna do stand up for you. Maybe even outside your house, he's gonna wear a mask. He will be socially distancing himself, but don't worry, he will be there in America. Love it. Love it. Yes. You've heard it here first. Heard it here first. Um, Anthony, we are coming to a close here, and I feel like I want to talk to you for another hour. Uh, but yes, we don't have another hour for you. I know you want to get out of here. You want to go lay down, hang out with the wife, maybe even hang out with Katie Hopkins with your wife. I don't know. It's all up to you. I don't know what you do with your free time, Anthony. But yes, um, Anthony, go ahead and plug anything you'd like or... You know, if you want to maybe say a few things that you did not get a chance to say because I have been talking like a madman to you, Anthony. I have enjoyed every minute of it. Um, I think the, the first thing I would say is uh, my, my links to Al-Qaeda are secret. So if you have heard, um, you are amongst a select few <laughs> and please do keep that to yourself it is of it's a secret really high importance to me um particularly now that i've committed to coming to the u.s i mean um <laughs> it's I, I believe michael correct me if i'm wrong it is still frowned upon to be associated with al-qaeda in america just a little bit i mean it, there's a yeah, little bit of that still yeah it's still something you don't really want to mention you motherfuckers really do hold a grudge we do yes <laughs> Mm. We do. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, if, if you've enjoyed uh, my my presence here, check out. Uh, I've got a comedy album on Spotify, Antonio Stand Up Comedy Album, and a podcast on all the podcast players called Highbrow Drivel. Uh, yeah, check them out. Love that. Love that very much. Yes, I will drink to that. I will definitely drink to that. I did appreciate you being here, Anthony, all the way from the other side, the very far side, across the pond, as they say. Across that damn pond. I don't really like saying that, by the way. Across the pond. That sounds kind of kind of lame. No, yeah. It, it is something that obviously, uh, again, from Australia for my first 30 years, we don't say because we are fucking ages from everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
And so it is It is particularly something I, I first heard in the UK and, and only people from the UK and US say it and it makes me like anybody who says it just a tad less. And so I'm sorry we had to end the interview this way, Michael. And <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> we got Yeah, we got to... We got to close the show on a, on a low note here all the time. That's the way you do it. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, that was Anthony Janu from the Highbrow Drivel Podcast. Check him out. Great show, by the way. He's just getting started. He's just getting his feet wet, folks. But don't worry. There is a lot more of Mr. Anthony here you can listen to. Great comedy show. He performs quite daily. He doesn't do his, his routine on the podcast, though. I mean... There's some people that I'm sure, uh, Anthony, when you were first starting out, I'm sure you, you talked to some people and they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to do my set on the show. Yeah. That, Ugh, yuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> had to, yeah. Had to unpick that quite quickly. Ugh, um, it's just, yeah. It's all sick and gross and nasty. Yeah. Some, um, some comedians out there are just repulsive, by the way. I mean, I've had some friends that were comedians, you know, and they say some things and it's. Uh, they bomb naturally and it's like you're a fucking comedian <laughs> how's that possible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i i have i have uh one comedy friend thinks he's fucking hilarious oh god went on uh, a, a podcast and then uh he he particularly uh offended people with down syndrome and they oh, claimed god. to be in al-qaeda what oh, an idiot i know what a fucking idiot that guy is i mean he should know better or else, you know, <laughs> Russell Brand will be out his door, you know. <laughs> That's true. And yes, that is Anthony, by the way, folks. Anthony Janay, or Janu, I'm sorry, I, I pronounced it wrong there, but that is my fault. And of course, um, he does his stand-up routine on his pod. I'm joking. He does not do a stand-up routine on his podcast. That is a joke, folks. You will not ever hear him do a set on any comedy podcast because he is better than that. He's not a hack at all. Unlike Russell Brand. Who is a hack? That's a fact. Um, Anthony, it's been a honor and pleasure to have you here. I really did enjoy our discussion. I definitely want to bring you back on. I mean, I would even want to bring you back on the show when I interview another gentleman in all kinds of, a you know, in... Uh, let's say he's like a conspiracy guy or talking about weather manipulation that's also a conspiracy or maybe just someone that's you know like a very religious person i would love to have you here on the program again anthony to uh, do something like that it would be fun Let, let's do that I, I i would love to um i would love to to uh <laughs> for lack of a more graceful team double team somebody with yeah two-man advantage right yeah gotta play the odds Yes, we will. We will definitely uh, plug a few people, definitely for sure, next time out, Anthony. And once again, it's been a honor and pleasure to have you here. And we will do this again, my friend, on the other side. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.